science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I am the husband. Alright husband. Hey Mrs. C, let's do some chemistry. I love that more than you can ever know. You have a jingle, how does it feel? Hey Mrs. C, let's learn some chemistry. Alright, don't butcher it, yeah. I'm just, there's a game show, it's like, that's that's Mario, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Quantitative chemistry, come on down! (laughs) (laughs) No one's watching this. What are we doing? Um, Electrolysis today. Oh. What do you think electrolysis is? Electrolysis is. is is when you get two rods, you put them into water, and one of them goes rusty because of electricity. You've got some aspects of that correct. Uh-huh. Some aspects. A few of them. <laughs> I'm, few pr- of- I'm pretty sure that is the definition of electrolysis. No. So let's let's talk about the word electrolysis. Let's split it up, shall Elec we? Elect for electricity. Yep, good. Trolley for a uh, small um, basket on wheels. Don't do it. And cis, as in um, the female... Not spouse, that's the wrong word. Sibling. Cool. So altogether, what does it mean? It means a beaker of water, which is on wheels. I remember that's the trolley bit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. What have you got for me? Okay. So electro and yeah. lysis. Okay. This is one of those beautiful Latin slash some language thing where we can split words and remember what their meaning is. So electro with electricity and electricity is caused by what? Uh, electro uh, electrons electrons movement of electrons which is the carrying of charge from one place to another uh-huh. so electro means using charge or the flow of electrons and the word lysis means to split okay okay so, so splitting electrons i thought that was bad no literally you've stopped listening to me no so, lysis means split and electro you it was electrons electric so it's splitting things using electricity okay splitting things using changes in charge what are we splitting okay well let's go so um we will be splitting ionic compounds splitting the atom is bad isn't it that goes big boom yeah usually can you split an electron have we done that we haven't done that can you split an electron it's got quarks in it so yeah probably that's that's a level of physics i don't understand anyway um so electricity electrolysis so we can so you remember last time we spoke about acids and alkalis yeah and when you put an acid in water it dissociates it splits into hydrogen and hydroxide ions yes plus and yeah and then before that we spoke about how we can get get metals out of their ores yeah and Seven. so ionic compounds no, no. tend to be metals are in metal group one yeah one two buckle my shoe that's how you remember it because buckles are made of metal yeah so they give electrons they have spare electrons in their outer shells so they become positive ions do you remember what the positive ions are called cations very good do you remember what the negative ions are called mm. oh it's a silly word it's like Anion. Anion, so yeah, very good. So can you see we're already like revising things that we've done before? Yeah. Isn't it a beautiful, beautiful amalgamation? Right, anyway, if you 
dissolve. Oh, I don't want to dissolve. Or we're we back in the bathtub again. <laughs> if you dissolve or melt an ionic compound, yeah, it will conduct electricity. Okay. Okay. So will it not conduct electricity if it's solid? No. Well, have you ever seen like a block of salt conduct electricity? I've never tried, to be honest with you. So let's think about let's think about the inside of salt. So remember, salt is positive, negative, positive, negative. It's all these ions lined up, positive, negative. And remember when we did ionic compounds, we said that solid ionic compounds cannot conduct electricity because the ions are in a fixed lattice. Very good. The ions are in a fixed lattice. The charge can't yeah, move. Yeah. yeah. So if I melt that, so I break those ionic bonds, yep. hugely high temperatures because of the strong, strong electrostatic yep. attraction, they will, you will have a beaker full of positive, negative, just floating around. So they're liquids, they'd slide over each other. If I dissolve them in water, you've then got hydrogen and hydroxide ions floating around in the water, as well as whatever your positive metal ion is and your negative metal ion. So you've got positive and negative charge, which can move. Okay, so... If I have got an ionic compound, which is molten, so melted, which would be very hot, like salts, like 2000 degrees or something. That is hot. Yeah. Or you've dissolved it. The solutions can now conduct electricity and they're called electrolytes. Okay. Okay. So an electrolyte is a is solution a that yeah. can conduct electricity. Yeah. It is either molten or, or um, dissolved solution of ionic compound. Okay. Yeah? Now. When we, if we want to harness the electricity of this, okay, and we want to create the flow of a current, we need something for that charge to move through, okay? So this is a diagram you need to learn, okay? So I'm going to describe it. Please look up. If you type in electrolysis apparatus or electrolysis diagram, this is what you'll see. You will see a beaker, 2D, 2D beaker, okay? You will see, I just realized I've screwed up my placings here you will see a 2d beaker it wasn't a good beaker guys the first beaker was poor it was very it was more poor. like a pint glass you will see two sticks that go down into it i prefer to think of them as rods they are rods mm -hmm. okay these are called your electrodes uh-huh okay you will see the electrolyte that the rods are in the electrolyte is the liquid it's the ionic liquid lovely you will see a connecting um, connecting wires to Wire. a power supply or it could be like a bulb but i'm going to do it to a power supply remember when we do batteries etc so a cell is um one tool and one short um like sort of bit of your cell and the tool bit is the positive and the short bit is the negative part of a battery you know batteries have positive and negative yeah, side yeah, yeah. so the tool oh, so one you draw a battery by two lines one long line one short line yeah that's technically a cell you need two cells to make a battery but if we're drawing a power supply we could do that you could include a voltmeter so i don't know if you did the um did the experiment when you were younger where you wanted to see how much voltage you could make out of a lemon or no, use a lemon you didn't we do couldn't that? afford lemons in my day <laughs> okay fine um so let's talk about what we've got so we've got our two electrodes now they have a name the one rod stewart <laughs> sorry i've been hanging on to that one for a while <laughs> <laughs> um so the one attached to the positive electrode yeah uh, sorry the one attached to the positive part of the cell that is the positive electrode and that one is called the anode hang on a minute yes hang on a minute yes a positive ion is called a cation yes 
Oh, that's the positive anode. Uh, hang on. So a positive anode is called a cation. What? No, sorry. A positive ion is called a cation. A negative ion is called an anion. But the positive electrode. rod, electrode, is called the anode. Yes. That's the other way around. Guess what attracts to the anode? Is it anions? Yes. All right. Okay, so the next one, the negative electrode, guess what that's called? The cathode. The cathode. Oh, they just threw an H in there, did they? <laughs> yeah, they did. Just for giggles. So when I teach this, do you want to know how I teach this? Chemistry. If I ever get hold of the person that did the words for chemistry. <laughs> so there's a way of remembering this. Panic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Positive anode. Negative is cathode. Okay, I don't teach it like that, but I heard that once and I quite like it. I teach it like this. Annie is the positive electrode. Annie, having never seen the film Annie, I have now, I watched it recently. You know what Annie sings? Tomorrow. The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. So I'm singing a song. There'll be some. Interrupt me with the same song. You weren't even correcting me. Yeah, but it was more beautiful the way I sang it. I, and I do. I sing it loud and it annoys them. It annoyed me. And you interrupt one... them too. If you're, if one of your students is singing the correct song, would you just sing over them like that? Well, if they're doing it that badly, yes. <gasps> <gasps> um, okay, so that's how I teach Right, them. what's Annie got to do with it? She's positive about tomorrow. It's only a day away. Right, your mum's positive about cats when it comes to ions, but Annie's positive about... Tomorrow. Just in general. Just in general. Yeah, it makes sense. At uh, Cathode, the way I remember it is, I went to school with a girl. Um, was her name Kathy and she was really negative about everything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a true story? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry for listening, Kathy. She's not. Cheer up, though. Uh, she's not. Um, so, panic is the way most people remember it. So, positive, anode, negative is cathode. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, you've already, you've already told me this. The negative anions are going to be attracted to... The positive... Anode. anode yeah and the positive cations are going to be attracted to negative cathode good because opposite charges attract and negative charges repel repel now if you get asked a question what did you say opposite charges opposite yeah. charges and sorry opposite charges, charges attract and you said negative i charges did i meant yeah. to say like charges yeah. sorry like charges repel now if they ask you a question in the exam where they're like explain why chlorine does not go to the cathode you will say oh my chlorine ions will not go to the cathode because they are also negative and like charges repel two marks boom boom okay so let's talk about um so we pass an electric current through our electrolyte this is causes the ions to move to their electrodes positively charged ions move to the negative electrode and negatively charged ions move to the positive electrode Ions at the electrodes are then what we call discharged. Okay, and that means they produce elements. So being discharged means you lose your charge, you discharge. You charge this, you discharge, yes? Mm. Okay, so let's imagine I have got molten copper chloride. Okay, so that is CuCl2. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we know chlorine is a group seven element, right? 
yep. which means that it will become a minus one charge because it will take it will another take an electron. electron. So what I've got, if as soon as this is molten, yeah. I'm going to have CuCl2 is going to split into one Cu2 plus ion because that's just what copper will give up to electrons plus two Cl minus ions. Uh-huh. Yeah, you yep. happy with that? I'm happy with that. So the copper is a positive ion, so it's going to head to the cathode cathode where it is going to become discharged so it's going to lose its charge and it's going to lose its charge by gaining two electrons so the equation for that at the cathode is going to be cu2 plus plus two electrons makes copper and that is a solid element so how will i know if that's happened you'll see it i assume you'll see it what does copper look like orange yes like an orange pinky metal it's going to start coating the cathode okay does that make sense yep okay and then at the anode Mm. i've now got two chloride ions notice i'm calling them chloride ions i'm not calling them chlorine ions i'm calling them chloride ions okay they are going to lose one electron each okay so they're going to lose one electron each so I'm going to have two E minus, two electrons, plus a chlorine molecule, Cl2, because we know chlorine always hangs out in pairs. And chlorine at room temperature is a solid liquid or gas? Um, I think it's a solid. I think it's a gas. It's a gas, yeah. It's a yellow mustard gas, you know, that they used in World War One. How will I know if a gas has been produced at my anode? Because everyone around it's dead. bubbles bubbles i'm going to see bubbles of gas they're going to be kind of dangerous yeah we're not going to sniff it we don't sniff it you can smell it in the room i suppose small amounts of chlorine gas is okay fine yeah and you can smell it in the room like instantly you can smell it we can do it it smells the same if you've got bromine uh gas being smell like a pool i guess Yeah. Yeah. yeah um okay so that is essentially electrolysis so keywords that we've learned today are electrolysis which means splitting with electricity uh-huh. okay ionic compounds molten or dissolved are known in a liquid are known electrolytes. as electrolytes electrolyte positive ions are called hang on positive ions are called cations and they are attracted to which electrode cathode good the negative electrode and at the cathode they're going to gain electrons and Um, what do we call it when things gain electrons they discharge yeah but what do we call it when they gain electrons remember from last time oil rig oh yeah this is stupid i hate this one yeah yeah they're You're like cross they're, about chemistry today oh, <laughs> the language always does me in uh you gain electro they're reduced they're reduced very good so the metals tend to be reduced to the cathode and then we've got our non-metals which are negative ions they are anions anions they are attracted to positive any the anode the anthode where they lose their electrons they um oh lose electrons they become oxidized very good um so that's the key takeaway for that today um what's the point why are we doing this oh i'm glad you asked so the point is um normally to separate substances that we need to separate oh so if we have some copper copper chloride we want the copper Mm -hmm. we do this yes it's quite expensive because you need a lot of energy to make the electricity flow move through the current um it's quite good to study when you want to work materials together that you need to conduct electricity. So, for example, if I had a really reactive metal and an unreactive metal, they make the best electrodes. Um, 
I've just remembered I haven't told you what the electrodes are made from. The electrodes have to be unreactive. So the electrodes are made of carbon. They're made of graphite. Are they? Yes. Huh. I always imagine they're made of like steel. Yeah, no, they're graphite um, because graphite conducts electricity but doesn't really get involved in the reaction. Sure. Um, so, yes, you might need to know about materials. So which one, which met- metals conduct better via one another. Um, yeah, and that's it really. Um, you need to be able to write half equations if you're higher tier. So when I was saying Cu2 plus plus 2 uh, electrons make Cu solid. You might also be asked to say, what do you observe? And then you would say, you'd see the metal on the thing, you would see the gas, you could collect the gas, you could test the gas. Do you know how to test for chlorine gas? Sniff it. No, don't do that. Set it on fire. Oh, no. Uh, how do you test for chlorine gas? I imagine it's some kind of indicator. It is, actually. It, um, damp blue litmus paper gets bleached. Very good. Okay, um, that's it for electrolysis. Cool. Easy peasy. Yep. See you later. Lots of words. Stupid words. Huh? Calm down.